Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Hey, hey, guys, and welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. This is your host, this and every week, Jamie Rodriguez. And first of all, I hope everyone's plans for Thanksgiving and the holidays are going well. If you celebrate them, like us in America, they're going to be virtually this year. Make sure that you still get to connect with your loved ones and share the gratitude to the world. Speaking of gratitude, just as a human being, very grateful with today's guests because not only are they incredible, incredible artists and their music is outstanding, but they have hearts of gold. Their souls are unbelievable, guys. And we're talking about Canada's wild rivers. You may have heard them on the radio this year with their mega hit, mega hit, Thinking About Love, which has completely blown up the charts. Um, but they also just released a newer single called Pink Shades that deals a little bit with the stigma of mental health. Uh, they released an EP earlier this year, which is an absolute cracker. Completely recommend you listen to it. And, uh, you know, like like everybody else, they did not get a chance to tour their latest album, which was a little bit of a shame. But they are going to have a great um, live from lockdown show on this November 18th, Wednesday, November 18th. And all the proceeds will be donated to a couple of organizations that deal with mental health. Bring change to mind and jack.org. Um, so just make sure you find tickets available on wildriversmusic.com. Now, guys, so excited for today's guests. We have Devon, the vocalist and bass player, and Andy, main guitarist. And we talk a lot about, you know, obviously the history of the band. We talk about streaming era. We talk about mental health. Just a fascinating conversation. We laughed. It, it was just great to have them, guys. Wild Rivers, what a band. Honor to have them. I encourage you guys to check them out. Follow them on the socials. Because it, it's, it's just a, a treat of, of people that are here with us, giving us music and inspiring us to be better humans. Without further ado, guys, this is Wild Rivers on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. <laughs> Going. Hey, Devon. Oh, my God. Look at that. Look at you guys. Two different compounds. You know it. In the bunker. That's a cool band when you have two different compounds. By compounds, I think you mean our, our parents' house. But <laughs> our parents', our parents not quite as cool. <laughs> Well, we can just pretend that it's a compound. Are you guys both in, both in Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm in Toronto. I'm awesome. just, but yeah. Uh, that's great. That's great. Andy, Devon, it's a pleasure to, to, to meet you guys. Uh, let me introduce you guys to my audience really quick. You guys are part of Wild Rivers, ladies and gentlemen, Toronto-based band. So damn good. So damn good. Seamless guitar, steady percussion, vocal harmonies from Devon. Uh, it just mixes like a beautiful dish, like Thank a perfect, you. like a perfect Tim Tam dessert connotation. It's hard to describe, <laughs> but it's incredible. Making me hungry. Yeah, <laughs> and you're Voin Devon. That's a whole different stratosphere. But anyway, <laughs> and uh, yeah, look, everyone loves you guys. Rolling Stone, Country, Ear Milk, Pop, the whole thing. So yada yada yada. <laughs> you guys are awesome. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And and I do want to talk to you about your side projects, by the way, because that those are also really sick for both of you guys. But let's start with this, Andy. Let me ask you this. We're rounding up the corner on 2020, uh, finally. Wild year for everybody. Uh, you know, there's, I feel like we, the year, I mean, there could still be a few surprises, right? I guess, but we kind of know what it was. How would you categorize 2020 for Wild Rivers, Andy? Hmm. I would say it feels like we're hibernating. It feels like we're in a cocoon and we're, we're coming up with new songs and we're going to leave this year like butterflies with a bunch of <laughs> And it's going to be a lot better. Right now, it feels it it doesn't feel the greatest, but uh, but it's allowed us to stock up on a lot of new music and reflect and write a lot. So um, I think we're going to come out it come out of it for the better. Yeah, yeah. What do you think, Devon? Yeah, I think it's been a year of reflection for for us and for the whole world. Really, um, it's definitely been good for to, for us to kind of like slow down and like readjust and realize what's important to us because our first few years of being a band was just like go 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 all the time and it's like so easy to get caught up in that schedule and kind of take it for granted um yeah. like there's so much so many times that we'd be on tour and we'd be like oh my god like we're so exhausted and just like now we would give anything to be on tour so I think it's been it's been good for me at least to just like appreciate what we do and the people that help make it happen and uh, kind of use that goat moving forward and, and just kind of try and be more intentional and, and more grateful. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, Devon, you bring a good point. I actually, and now that you mention it, people this year have been like really well rested. Like I can't <laughs> remember the last time I saw someone like, just like, like looking like shit, really. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, like you, you guys have great skin. You guys look amazing. Devon changed your hair color of the month. It's all great, man, you know? I know. It's been fun uh, fun for that. It's good for the body, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure, guys. Um, Devon, let me, uh, let me ask you this question. Obviously, you've, tell, you've told this story a million times, but for my audience, uh, when you met with Khaled, right, in Kingston, how, yeah. did, how did you guys meet? How was that? How did, how did the whole thing start? So pretty much um, we were both students at a place called Queens University, which is in Kingston, about three hours from Toronto. And we were both individually just playing around Kingston and playing on campus and trying to get involved in music however we could, but we weren't studying music. Um, so I think we were both looking for people to collaborate with since it, it wasn't like a huge music scene there. Mm -hmm. And our mutual friend in, um, introduced us and we, got together and we just started playing kind of covers and singing together, harmonizing and just like having fun with it. And then eventually we started playing shows around the, our town and people started coming and we were like, oh, cool. Like, I guess people like this. Let's I guess we don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> we don't suck. So yeah, it, we built up a little bit of a fan base there. And then I think that is what gave us the confidence to want to become a full band and go in and record an album and then um when we left we met andrew and our drummer and um we became a band and we recorded our album and that's the first uh, and only album that we have out and uh yeah that, that's kind of how it all got started yeah absolutely and i do want to ask andy about that in a second but but one more thing Devin. so when no ribbons came out it, it kind of like, it, it was kind of a home run, right? Like best new artist in the CBC, Searchlight Contest, a bunch of stuff, bunch of buzz. Um, was it exciting, like validating that period for you guys? 
Yeah, it was really, really cool because, well, it was also such an interesting time because this was 2015 and Spotify didn't come to Canada, at least or North America, maybe even till 2015. Um, so there wasn't really that strategy of just like trying to get Spotify playlists. So we were just kind yeah. of figuring it out as on the fly, just being like, how do we make people listen to this? We know we have this like small loyal fan base, but how do we get them to share it? And then luckily the CBC contest came along and um, we were just like hustling for our friends and family to listen to it. And then playing on the Toronto radio is kind of what made our names get out there a little bit. Um, and I think that was like huge for our confidence as musicians, just like being able to have that kind of industry support um, at the beginning. So yeah, we were, we were really excited at the time. Definitely, definitely. Andy, and um, tell us, obviously, how you came into the equation. But I do want to ask you, just sidestepping, Devin brought up a different, interesting point about Spotify, Andy. Um, yeah, in 2015, like, it was like a different thing, right? Like, yeah. So, so Andy, I want to ask you, right, with Night Shift, for example, like, like, is it like, it's this whole game of getting in playlists of like, you know, basically, if you're on iTunes nowadays, you're like an old fuck. It's yeah. like, what the hell? It's like, what's <laughs> happening with the world, right? Yeah. So it, is it a lot to just as an artist to have to keep up with all this like algorithms and mechanisms nowadays? It's definitely a lot of like reading about that stuff and learning that stuff. But I think uh, I think us as a band, we're also interested in that side of it. And it's it's uh, we talk about it a lot. And it's really cool to see how there's different tactics and stuff you, you can do to kind of play the game and try and uh, try and make it work in your favor but um yeah it's totally it's totally weird and always wild to see like uh any sort of big number on there doesn't doesn't really feel real until uh until we play in person and can can see the people in the audience right 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 absolutely absolutely okay so obviously you know Callan and Devin were doing their thing how did you come into the equation Andy so I, I grew up in the same hometown as our uh, original drummer, Ben, and we played in a, a band together in high school. Um, and then he went to university with Devin Khaled. Um, and he was kind of telling me about them during, during summer breaks and stuff. I'd ask like, what's going on in the music scene up there and stuff. And, and uh, he kind of had seen them a few times. And then um, when they needed a drummer, they got Ben and then Ben introduced me to, to them. And it was just really for one, one show initially. Um, but then it, it was originally our bass player too, which is funny. Really? Yeah. yeah I just came on to play bass. Like just thought it was going to be like a, like a two week thing. We'll practice and, and play, uh, play this one show. But here we are like six years later. <laughs> Long practice. <laughs> That's great. That, how do you guys realize like, okay, like, and the Andy, this guy Andrew is, is a keeper. He's not like he's we're vibing. We have that energy. How does that happen? I, I actually remember the exact moment that we met. Um, we were at a rehearsal studio in like Mississauga, which is near the, where Andrew and Ben grew up. And I remember we I was kind of nervous because it's like even though there were, we weren't like committing to anything in the moment, it is kind of a pressure to 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 be expected to just like jive with someone immediately but as soon as you got there I think we all just got along super well and we just really liked Andrew and uh 
didn't know if he was up for being, <laughs> being in a band full time, but luckily he was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look at Andrew. What a nice guy. Who wouldn't want to be in a, in a band with that guy? Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely, guys. So, um, Devin, let me ask you this. You, you take a song as beautiful as like, I don't know, Wandering Child, just to pick one, which is just so perfect in every way. And it got me thinking, like, how do you guys avoid the overproduction that is happening today, the Pro Tools, the synthesizer, some of the tricks that are being used to make hit music today, basically, like, you know, uh, any pressure from management from people and be like, Devin, we want you to sound like a robot, The weekend's doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Any of that? No, luckily, I think everyone on our team just kind of understands our vision and what we want to do. Um, yeah. I think avoiding that um a it just comes with like the genre i think it's it's less prevalent in kind of like the folk americana genre but yeah. also i think that's the result of writing the songs before producing them so writing on the instrument and having this like a big part of our kind of ethos is ha having the songs be able to stand alone with just vocals and the in the main instrument and then the production is just kind of like beyond um so i think that's like the true test of like authenticity in this song. absolutely it's timeless it's timeless because you know you take a song like old town road guys you know what i mean and he has like 1.5 billion streams and you say like whatever you know what i mean what are you gonna do <laughs> but anyway andrew uh pink shades new song that you guys came out recently stunning lyrics uh really inspiring too i, I mean you know keep trying i know it never looks so bad but i can see around the patch she's fighting and, uh, you know, it's, it deals with depression of a loved one. And it's such a universal message in 2020 as yeah. well. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, everyone, even the strongest will, have had, like, mental, like, it's a lot totally. what's happening. Okay. So um, tell us about it. Like, tell us about it. How did it, the concept come about? Uh, just a, a little bit about the birth of that song. So Cal wrote this one. Um, and he wrote it before, like, COVID had started or anything like that. And uh, and from talking to him, I think he wrote it from the perspective of uh, just being being there for somebody essentially and, and helping them through um, a hard time. Uh, and yeah, it's been, it's been cool to see how that can kind of, uh, that the meaning and the feeling behind that has kind of broadened and, and the whole world is kind of relating to that. And uh, yeah, it's been nice to see how it can be like a little a little piece of, of solace and and understanding. Very powerful. It's a very powerful song. And, and Devin, when you take a song, another one of your huge hits, uh, making uh, thinking about love. Devin, when do you realize that this song is gonna blow up like it like it's doing? Is it like during the process when you're like recording it that you you know you look at Khaled, you look at Andy, and you're like wink wink, or do you just not know? <laughs> Um, we should start winking at each other in the studio. Um, I don't know. Like Andrew said, it's it's weird because until we can play songs live, they really are just numbers on Spotify. It's kind of hard to like. Yeah. You don't feel the the response when it's just everything's online. Um, but I I mean, I'm glad people are liking it. I think I think that one felt special to us in the studio for sure. Um, it, for me personally, it was like my favorite song ever to sing. Just such a fun mm -hmm. song to sing. And I think that hopefully came through in the recording and, and hopefully it is did. What kind of, it comes across as genuine. Um, so 
yeah, I can't wait to play it live because then we can hear people sing along to it. Oh my God! Like that song, I'm telling, I'm telling you, I hope you guys are that you're gonna, you guys are gonna play that in the the Raptors Arena, whatever it's called now, Scotiabank <laughs> opening or playing. It's, I can see the whole thing. People with their phones in the air. It's it's something else. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, and we were talking about mental illness and life from lockdown, November 18th. You guys are playing a a show, or you guys already played it and you're and you're re, and you're replaying it. Is yeah. that what happened? Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Okay, okay, no problem. But but it's probably like super professional. It's gonna be great. Uh, and of course, you know, it, I I think it's like ten dollars or something. But a hundred percent of the proceeds are gonna go to Change to Mind and Jack.org, two organizations committed to ending the stigma around mental illness. So um, yeah, Devin, just tell us a little bit about about these organizations and the idea to actually take this song to that next level. Yeah. So basically, um, we it felt really appropriate given the Pink Shades release and given the current situation of the world um, to kind of pair up with these organizations. One, Jack.org is based in Canada and Bring Change to Mind is based in the US. Mm. And both of them kind of have tools and resources and initi initiatives to promote like healthy conversations surrounding mental health, um, which I think is especially important right now when everyone's kind of stuck at home sitting with their feelings and maybe don't have the best resources to deal with them um yeah so we're so we're really happy to be able to uh to support them yeah it's a great idea great idea all right guys let's talk some side projects shall we andy <laughs> night shifts yeah <laughs> wow dude so smooth i love it i love it i mean we're listening to kicks and karma earlier jamming with my uh production assistant i mean unbelievable tell us about your side project andy it's fantastic thank you yeah um yeah it's called night shifts uh i kind of called it that because i kind of started working on it um right as we were starting to be a band as wild rivers as well and uh a lot of the times we'd be doing stuff during the day and i'd come home at night and work on this other weird kind of music so i called yeah. it like i was working the working the night shift um mm. and uh yeah i don't know it's it's i think all of us in the band like like a pretty wide uh array of of music and genres and everything um and yeah for me it just allows me to get out get out everything i want to get out and and uh and yeah kind of kind of touch upon all these um wider influences yeah 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 that makes sense that makes sense no it's fantastic um yeah, do you sleep, Andy? Uh, not that much, honestly. Not that much, right? Okay. I'm just doing the math. 24 hours. I get some sleep. I sleep in in the morning, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, and, and Devin, uh, your side project, of course, has the name Devin. Great Devin. <laughs> yeah, super, <laughs> but, uh, super unique name. No, 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 but listen. You don't need, you know what? Your voice is a one, we're on a one name basis with your voice. It's all right. You don't need, you don't need the Gypsy Canadian, uh, Devin. Awesome. Uh, I, I, I'm going to tell, you know, people encourage them to hear a real shot because, oh my God, what a tune, what a tune. I mean, the lyrics are just really human and everyone can relate, right? I mean, just Thank remember you. it's your birthday. It's too personal. If I just call, I got a little too close and I put you away. It's just stuff that we all, deal with uh what can you share about this project Devin? um so little overview yeah my my first solo project is in the middle of being released um it's an ep and it's coming out early next year and nice. it's kind of more in the pop r&b space um 
and yeah, similar to Andrew, it's I've always really loved writing pop music and music that doesn't necessarily fit with the band. So it's kind of nice to have the other outlet. And um, it's just different, a different creative side than what we do in the band. It's nice to be able to step outside of that. And then that also kind of informs what we do in the band. It's It's been really fun. You know, do you guys think that that actually is healthy for the band, for Wild Rivers? I was, because uh, like recently, of course, Eddie Van Halen died. And uh, we were talking to a lot of people in remembrance of Eddie Van Halen. And of course, Van Halen had a bunch of drama in their lives. And a lot of it had to do with like creative, like liberties. Some people were like, what are you doing? Sammy Hagar is not really, you know, uh, David Lee Roth, a bunch of like all this like stuff. Do you think that this expansion that you and Andy, like just get your juices somewhere and then come back home, that's good? For sure. I think in a lot of different ways, it's really healthy. Like, um, I think for one, like it allows me at least to, to like take any ego out of like working with the, with the band. Like I, um, my solo project is so self-indulgent. I can sing and do write everything that when I'm, when I'm with the band and when we're writing together, I'm not trying to like, trying to, uh, like force myself upon anything or trying to, uh, you let it flow work myself in there it's like i yeah i let it flow um and i also think like before being bandmates where we're we're friends and it's just awesome to to see each other get excited around around what they're doing outside of the band um and like i think we learn a lot personally on these solo things and then bring it back to the band and uh yeah i think it's i think it's a really good thing that's great man you guys are like the coolest people ever <laughs> No, 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 you did, like great humans, great talents, the whole thing. Uh, let me ask you guys about something awesome that you guys are doing, and that's quarantine dating stories. <laughs> you, need, you need to copyright this, by the way. You need to copyright this ASAP, and in your next tour in LA, go sell the idea to some network because <laughs> it's genius, guys. Oh, my God. Like, you guys, tell, tell my audience, you guys go through this pandemic dating stories, it's look, it's a shit show out there, guys. Like I can I can attest to it. I got divorced in April. Okay. So I know. All right. But uh yeah, like you guys talked to a girl whose prospect was into puppets, like all these kind of crazy <laughs> Yeah. Um just tell us a little bit about this. Um genius. Genius. <laughs> it was uh basically <laughs> it was mostly fun for us. And I feel like we were trying to find ways to kind of lift spirits and engage with our fans in a way that wasn't just trying to promote music all the time. Um, because I think another thing the pandemic has taught us is just like the most important thing is is just like con connection in some way. And and not, it feels so weird to be promoting anything right now when everyone's kind of going through their own battles. Um, so we just thought of it one day and, and asked if anyone would be interested. And our inbox just got flooded with stories. Like people were super keen to tell them. And it was so enjoyable to read through them and, and hear everyone's kind of different experiences with finding love in a COVID age. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's such a great concept, guys. We love it. It's, it's, on, it's on YouTube and on your Instagram too, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Guys, you've been so generous with your time. Uh, let me ask you, what music are you guys listening to lately? Like, give us our, give our audience, like, what's on your... What's on your running, on your workout playlist? What's on your, the whole thing? <laughs> well, my, my workout playlist is embarrassing because I don't, it's very uncharacteristic. I listen to like 
hard, intense, like electronic music when I work out. <laughs> but otherwise, um, I'm listening to um, a girl named Ryan, R-Y-A-N-N. She just released an EP and I've been listening to it for a month straight. So I would recommend that. Okay, that's great. That's great. What about you, Andy? Um, what's, on your, uh, what's on your jukebox? On the jukebox, I've been listening to the new uh, James Blake EP the last few days. It's been pretty sweet. And uh, I think the whole band is really into the new Phoebe Bridgers album. Yeah. Punisher. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic okay. album. Yes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, actually, Phoebe is one of these bands, like you guys, of course. But, uh, but yeah, she, you know, I think she would be taking over the world right now. So good. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. You know, there's a few like that. So, but, but anyway, but guys, you guys are amazing. Your music, your music is like a steady upward brew. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. And you guys are going to come out of this awesome. Like I'm telling you right now, uh, stronger than ever, wiser than ever, side projects, well-armed, like an evolved, evolved musician. So, of course, thank you guys for your time and all the best. Okay. See you soon. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.